Bez Hashem, we continue with Brachas Daf, Yudalit Amad Beis. We're going to start from Yudalit Amad Aleph on the bottom, where it says, Tulans Nabana HaProkim. So we had the Mishnah, which told us that there are certain places that is called a Perek, and that place is where you can interrupt if someone greeted you, you can respond, depending on the circumstances which we spoke about, or you could perhaps initiate a hello, Shalom Aleichem, if need be as well. Now the question is, where are these prokim? Amr Avavo, Amr Abiyachin, Halacha, Rabbi Yehuda, Halacha, Rabbi Yehuda, the Amar, Bain Elokechim, the Emes, Viyatsev, Lo Yavsek. So we are being taught over here now that what is not called a parak, what is not called a, a place where you're permitted to interrupt, is between the last paragraph of Shema, or the paragraph of Tzitzis, to the next paragraph of Emes Viyatsev, Rabbi Yochan says, Halacha, Rabbi Yehuda, Bain elakechem le'emes v'yatsev between lakechem le'emes v'yatsev lo'yasek do not stop. Amr Rabbi Vohum Rabbi Yechonim my time is the Rabbi Yehuda. What's the reason for Rabbi Yehuda? Dechsev turning now to Yudalid Amud Beis in the top because we have a pasuk in Yirmiyah that says Hashem elakim emes Hashem is elakim emes and we see just like the source of Hashem lekechem emes is based on this pasuk. In Sefer Yirmiyah, and therefore the pasuk has Hashem Kim Emes all three together. So we also can make sure we don't interrupt. And we have Hashem Kim Emes. Further on this topic of Hashem Kim Emes, the Gemara says like this: Now, does he go back and repeat Emes, or does he not go back and repeat Emes? What's the case? The case is like this: You're saying Shema, you're in Shul, the cha, you're, you finish Shema. And you said Hashem lekechem emes. You already said it once. Now you're waiting. This is a really, really practical scenario. And you're waiting now for the chazan. So after the chazan says Hashem lekechem emes, okay, what do you do now? Do you say chayzer v'oimer emes? You repeat emes, or ainu chayzer v'oimer emes, and you just start from v'yatzif. So Amr Abavau, Amr Abiyachinu, and chayzer v'oimer emes. The first opinion says you do go back and say emes. Now, if you're wondering, wait a minute, all these years I'm doing it wrong, that's, that's a little interesting. Ah, well, let's see further in Gemara. Rabbi Omar, Rabbi says, You did not go back and say MS, and as we all know, we pass like Rabbi, and we start, That's correct. Okay, now the Gemara says like this, There's a Maisa, There was a Maisa where a person came, So the person came before Rabbi, and... He, uh, he says, he went down. Why is he lashing down? Why is the language going down? Because we have learned, when should we call out to Hashem? From the depths. So the Shlech Sibur would go down to Davin. If any has been, anybody has, has been in Rabbi Hainim and Shul in Baltimore, which actually from Gedali is there right now in Baltimore. So you know that in his Shul, they have a little step to go down for the Chazan to Davin. Exactly what we're saying over here, Maker Adin. So what did Rabbi hear? Rabbi heard that this chazan was davening. Shamid Rabbi do Amar Ms Ms Zimli. He said Ms Ms twice. So Amar Rabbi called Ms Ms Tavsi Lahai. This person was saying too many Ms. He was like 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 uh, like a machine gun. Like he was just saying too many Ms. So basically, Rabbi was this 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 approval is that this approval to 
this this chazan, he should not have been saying emes emes. That's not the correct approach. Okay. It's his own mishigas, we call it. Yeah, it's his own incorrect approach. As Rashi says, It's the second Rashi in the second line. Yeah, that, that, that he's just, he's like saying too many emesis. Okay? I'm Rav Yosef. Now the Gemara goes further. And Rav Yosef is a, a beautiful statement. He says like this, I'm Rav Yosef. How beautiful is this following statement. When Rav Shmuel by Yehuda came from Eretz Yisrael, he said the following. Omri b'marova arvis in Marova, in Eretz Yisrael, by Kriyashma at night, they had a whole different text, a whole different approach. So we're going to say something which can sound very odd to what we do. And they had the following approach. They would say, Dabriel b'nei Yisrael, for the third paragraph, they would say, Dabriel b'nei Yisrael, and say to them, and then they would skip the rest of the parasha that discusses the mitzvah tzitzis. Why? Because tzitzis does not apply at night. The Pasuk says, You can't see at night when there's no electricity, no light, or no, 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 no uh, fire that you light. There's no natural light. And then they would say, So now we see how it connects to our Gemara, because they would conclude, So let's just understand what they did, because it's a very um, odd for us to, to relate to this. In Eretz Yisrael, Rav Yosef is saying they did such a beautiful thing they did. They would say the last paragraph of Shema, they would say like this, Daber el b'nei Yisrael, skip and say to them, skip the whole, all this talking about Shema, about Tzitzis, and then conclude, Ani Yisrael Kechem Emes. Sigmar has a question, Amalei Abayim, Mike Malyusa, what is so great about that? What's such a, that's such a great statement, you say, oh, he's praying, Rav Yosef is praising what's going on over there? Even more so. We have a halacha from Rav Kahanomara that says, You shouldn't start the parsha of Vayoymer, but if you did start it, you have to make sure you conclude the whole entire parsha. So, what's this business of skipping around and excluding the parsha of Tzitzis? So, if you want to say, if you want to say that the part of Shema of the last paragraph where it says is not called a Haskhalo. And therefore, it's not called a beginning. I don't have to end it either. So I'm permitted to skip around. I, by Yitzchok, I'm a Rav. Yitzchok says the name of Rav. Dabriel b'nei Yisrael, loy havi Haskhalo. Dabriel Yisrael is not a Haskhalo. It's not a beginning. Vamarta lehem. Have yaschola and the martelayim say to them is a haschola is a beginning, then, then and, and it's not a problem to be skipping around. They're therefore in Eretz Yisrael they could say vamartelayim and excuse me they would have to say they would have to finish the whole entire parsha. We're, we're holding now is they would have to say the whole entire parsha because of this din of Rav Kahana that if you start you have to finish. So what are you praising this great thing they did in Eretz Yisrael that they skipped out sitzes? Now, if you think about it, it actually makes sense that they skipped it out. So because it's nighttime. So are you addressing the double thing? The focus here is, could they skip around? How could they skip around? How could they skip around? Once you start the beginning, right. you have to say the whole thing. And why they skipped around, as Rabbi Nachman said, well, it makes sense. 
it's not a time of Re'isem, so you can't see it, so why should you say it? So Amr Papa, Kasavri Bimarov, and Eri they held, Vamarta Leyem Nami, Leyhavi Eschala. So it's not considered to be a beginning of the last paragraph of the of Ayoimer, of the Parshat Sitzis. So therefore, if I didn't consider it to be starting it, so I could skip around, I don't know how to say the whole thing. Adamar, until you would say the words Vasulam Sitzis. Once you say the words Vasulam Sitzis, that's when it's considered to be a, a Haschola beginning. If it's a beginning, then I'd have to say the whole thing. Umar says further, Omra Baya Hilkoch Anan Ischilu Meschalinon. We have the custom to begin the parasha of Vayoimer at night, meaning we, he says, not in Eretz Yisrael. This, that in Eretz Yisrael, they had the custom to begin, we came into Aschalinon, Migmer Nami Gagmrinon. Once we start the parasha, we have to finish the parasha as well. So since we have the custom to start it, we finish the whole thing. You should not start saying the parasha of Vayoimer. However, if you did start it, you had to finish it. Okay. Good? Okay. Now, according to Abayu, it comes out for Halacha that you have to read the parasha of Vayoimer even at night. However, if a person said at night, Ani Hashem Elokechem, which means he said, recited the parish of Vayoimer, Saruch Loimar, afterwards he has to say the word Emes. Why? Because Emes is connected, as we have learned in the previous few lines on the top of the Amud. Now, if he did not say Ani Hashem Elokechem, he does not just say Emes. So Gemara has a question on Rav Barav. I have all boy lad but you still have to mention Yitzias Mitzrayim. You still are obligated to mention the mitzvah how Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim in the third paragraph. That's correct. So the Gemara answers the Amar Hachi. He had a different text. They had a different text. Once again, this is a text which we don't do. What would they say instead of saying? The Yitzis Mitzrayim, they would say, "Moidimanachnu loch, Hashem alakenu, shayit say sonu mi Eretz Mitzrayim, and you took us out of Mitzrayim. We're thanking you, Hashem, of the sonum base of Adam, and you redeemed us from the house of slavery. Vaasisalonu nisim ugvuros al hayam, and you made these miracles and you showed your strength on the sea. V'sharnu loch, and and then he says." You continue Micha Moicha Ba'ilum Hashem and you continue go until God Yisrael until the end of the Bracha and then you say Hashkivenu. Okay. Now don't look for it in your city. You know why? You're not gonna find it. <laughs> okay? But that was the cash we had. There's no Nusa. There's no Nusa. We don't say it because that was what they did. That was what they did in Marova. Okay. We now go to a different topic in the Gemara. Now let's remind ourselves. Rabbi Shimon Karach and the Mishnah told us what is the reason why the order of these paragraphs are what they are. Okay? What is the reason why the order of these paragraphs are what they are? So we had said as follows. Rabbi Shimon Karach told us the order of the parishes of Shema, which we just take for granted. We open our center and we just say Shema Yisrael, Baruch Shem, Va'ahafta. 
Now, it's important to know that's called the first paragraph. Those three is called one. Shema Yisrael, Baruch Shem, and Vahaft is called the first paragraph. Vahayim Shema is called the second paragraph because it is. And Vahayim is called the third paragraph. Why is it in this order? So, we had said over from Yishim and Karachal because first you accept Hashem as the Melech. Then, after Hashem is the Melech, then you do the mitzvahs. The second paragraph is the mitzvahs. But now we're going to have a different approach as to why we have the order the way it is according to the teachings of Rabbi Shem Bayuchai. Okay. Amar that was the Mishnah. Why is the Parsha Shema come first? It's appropriate that what? That the order of Shema Yisrael comes first. Because the Parsha of Shema Yisrael of Ahafta is Lilmoy. Okay? It comes to teach me to, to have to learn. Lilmoy means you have to learn. And where did it say you have to learn in the parasha of Ahavto? It says Vidibartabam. What does Vidibartabam mean? You should speak the, the, the words of them. What's them? The words of the Torah. And I've said in the past, I'll say it again now, that the Sisecha Chachamim, not in the Chumash, but on the Gemara, tells us Bam Beis is Bracious, Mem is Meimesai. Bam, Vidibartabam, you should speak the words of Tershabhsav, Bracious, the first letter of the Tershabhsav is Bracious, and the first letter of Tershabhpeh is Mem, is Meemasai. Vidibar to Bum, you should speak the words of them. A beautiful Pshat, take with you for the rest of your life, Bigazunt. Varichus Yom. Vizeh is Lilamid. The second paragraph has Vilimanitemoisam Esbenech and Ladaber Bum. It has, and you should speak, and you teach the children to speak them. Okay? So, the Gemara has an understanding here now of Ahayim Shemoya. So, so Gemara understands like this. What's the reason, according to Rishim Bayechai, that you say the first paragraph first? Because what does it have in it? We have, well, for, before the, the, first, the first paragraph, you have to learn. Lumoy. You have to learn. The second paragraph is to teach your children. So, what do you do before you, before you uh, teach? You have to learn. Uh, that's just, that, that's, a, that's a fact in life, right? So that only makes sense as Roshim Ba'yichai that the order of the first paragraph comes first. Because the first paragraph it says you have to learn. And the second paragraph says that you have to teach. What about the third paragraph? Now it's appropriate, says Roshim Ba'yichai, that the second paragraph that has in it the, the, the obligation to teach comes before the, the paragraph of Vayoymer. Shazet, Parshas Vayim Shemoyah, is really that they change it to Lilamid. It says Lumoy, but it should be Lilamid. Okay? It's, it's, if you look in the side, it says Lilamid. Vizeh is Laasais. Yeah, they change the gears. Yeah. They change the gears. It says Lumoid, but it should be Lilamid. Okay? And the third paragraph has in it Laasais. What are you doing? What's Laasais? What is Laasais? means you're doing. What are you doing in the third paragraph? You're putting on Tzitzis. You're making it tzitzis. You're making tzitzis, you have to wear the tzitzis. So let's just, before we go further, we have a beautiful approach now from Rav Shem Yochai as to why the orders of the paragraphs are the way they are. Because first you have to learn. That's vahafta, let the bite the bum. You need bite the bum. Then the second paragraph is vayushimoya, lil moid, lil lame, you have to teach. Okay? Then the third paragraph is, last is to do. Okay. 
Says him further, Otu has a question now. Otu Shma Lilmoid Isbay. Now Shma in the first paragraph it has about learning, but Lilamid Lasois Lesbay, but to Lilami to teach and to do it doesn't have? The Gemara is asking a very good question, which is I'm sure you all have this question as well. The Gemara is asking. In the first paragraph, you only have learning, but you don't have teaching, and you don't have doing? In the first paragraph, you also have teaching and doing. How so? So says Gemara. It says, I've oxiv vishinam tom livanecha. As Israel just pointed out, this is vishinam tom, you should teach livanecha, your children. And furthermore, it says, ukshartam, and you should, ukshartam loisla yodecha, you should bind the tefillin on your arm. So you see, the first paragraph has all three, in fact. Does it not? Ah. Oh. So it has, the, that's by and then not only that, it also has uchsavtom. You should also write. What are you writing? Mezuzus. So then you can see, you see, from you learn out that what? It has lilmoid, lilamid, and lasai. So we see, furthermore, another question by the parish of Vahim Shemoya. You probably had this question as well. Vahim Shemoya, lilamid, who the isbei? Lilasai is lesbei? You tell me it only has to teach, but it doesn't have to learn? Of course it does. I voxiv, it says, ukshartem. Okay, it says, ukshartem, or yisom, or yisom, or yisom, ukshartem, amuzayz So, Elohi Kama. This is what we mean to say in the name of Roshim Bayuchai. Bedinhu, it's appropriate. Shetagdim shmal of Oyim Shemoya, Shezer Limoid Ulamid Lasis. As Israel just said, it's appropriate that the first paragraph of Shema is situated as the first paragraph. Why? Because it has all three. Okay, now we're going to go from a three to one count. The first paragraph, which was referred to as Shema, has Limoid to teach. Lilamid, Lilmoid is Vidibartabam. It has Lamed, Vishinamtum Levanecho. And lastly, you should make the tfil, put on tfilin as well. And mezuzus. Okay, so it has all three. Vahoyim Shemoya Levayoymer, Shezeh Yeshba Lilamed Velasis. Now it also is appropriate that the second paragraph is situated where it is, the paragraph of Vahoyim Shemoya. Why? Because it has two. It has Lilamed, as we learned. It has, which means to learn. And it also has Velasos. I'm sorry, it has Lumoid. It has Lumoid. It has to teach. And it has Velasos. That's the second paragraph. That's why it comes before Vayoymer, Eimba Elo, Velasos, Bovad. So, Vayoymer only has Velasos. So we see a three to one count, which is to the why, why the reason the Shema is situated in the way it is in our Siddur and how we recite it. There's a question to be asked. What is the question that's left with? So the question that we're left with is, we started out with an explanation from Rishub and Karcha. Rishub and Karcha told us a very good explanation as to why we recite Shema in the order we do. First, that's the, that's the more famous one, if you will. Right? It's the Mishnah. First, we accept upon ourselves Omach Hashemayim. Hashem is the Melech. Then, after we have a king, well, we're the subjects of the king, we have the mitzvahs to do. So that's why we first 
say Shema Yisrael Hashem Kenu Hashem Echad Baruch Shem Vahavta and then we go to Vayim Shemayim so the question was asked now so what are we going to do with Rabbi Shimon Karcha is there a problem with that? so the says no it's not a problem they're both correct there's another reason as well that's what the Gemara says. With Tevik Lamed, the Rav Shimon Karcha. Let's just learn out the order of parishes from from the Mishnah that Rav Shimon Karcha taught, taught us, and why are we bringing in this this dissenting opinion of Rav Shimon Ben Yochai? The Gemara answers: It's not a not a not a machlekes here. Chad Void Kamar. We had Rav Shimon Karcha. Now we're also saying another pshat from Rav Shimon Ben Yochai, a colleague of Rav Shimon Karcha. Okay. So the Gemara says another reason. Chada, this that Shema comes before by Mishmoya is Kadesh Kabul of Abba Hashemayim Tchilo Vachakach Kabul Olav Amitzvus Vaoid. That's Rabbi Shimon Karcha Vaoid Mishum De Izba Hani Mili Achrinaiso. And also because the first paragraph has the other three things: Lilmoid, Lamed, and Lasois. You're asking a good question. Don't we have to remember Mitzrayim? There is no specific that you have to mention Mitzrayim by Shema. Okay? In other words, we will see and we have seen, we saw a couple of days ago, that there were those Tanoim that wanted specifically to mention Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim connected to Shema at the time that you recite Shema. In the time frame they had to recite Shema. We did see that. However, you could right now at uh, 11.42 a.m. say, I am remembering the mitzvah of and you just fulfilled this mitzvah of Now, there is a connection that they do make over here, but it's not the same. Correct. It's not the same like the others, yes. Let's go further now. The next piece of the Gemara. Rav Moshe Yedei it happened to be one time, and keep keep track of that statement of the one time, the Rav would wash his hands, okay, and he was Kora Kriyashma, and he recited Kriyashma, V'onach Tfilin, and he, Onach means he put on Tfilin, it's Sully, and then he davened. So let's get the order of what happened here, because the order is what we're focusing on. First, he washed his hands. Then, he recited Kriyashma. Then he put on tefillin, and then he davened. Okay, does that order sound good to you? Yeah, should be. Should be what, what's out of place? Okay, what? Tefillin should be first. Correct. Okay, so keep that in mind. So, Gemara has a question. How did Rav follow this approach? Ivatanya. Now we're going to bring a a brisa, a mishnah, a brisa that says like this: A person who's digging a grave for someone who died. He is potter mi kriyashma. At that moment when he's digging it, we are, the assumption is, the understanding is, that that person has to be buried. What did you say? Exactly. Oh, he's doing a mitzvah, potter mitzvah. He's doing a mitzvah, he's going to exempt from another mitzvah. Okay, we're, it's not going to be applicable to this now, but let's see. Okay, so he says like this. So, he is potter from kriyashma, from tefillah, from davening, and from tefillin. And from putting on tefillin as well. Oh, well, no, no. So, so, so the person who's digging the grave, he's the grave digger. He's the grave digger. He's doing because someone else died. He's not their relative. Okay. And he's also exempt from all the mitzvah of Torah. Because the mitzvah. So, the Brisa adds, now listen to this last part of the Brisa, the Sefer. 
The Sefer says, man At the time of Kriyashma comes, okay, Oyle, he gets up from this ditch that he's digging. Vinaitel Yagov, listen to the order now. He washes his hands. Umanech Tfilin, he puts on Tfilin, Vikoyer Kriyashma. He says Shema with Pala, he davens. Now the Gemara has two questions, one at a time. Question number one. Is Pala always Shmon Esrei? correct. Is Pala means Shmon So the Gemara has two questions now. Hagufa Kasha. The Bryce itself, Reisha Amar, in the Reisha you said Potter, phrase Potter from Kriyashma, Viseifa, he say is Chayef. What's going on here? The Reisha, the beginning of our statement, the Bryce, we said he's Potter from Kriyashma. The Seva says he's Chayef in Kriyashma. It's the same Bryce. The Reisha, the Bryce, and the Seva, the Bryce. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the problem we're dealing with. So my answer is Holy Kash, not a Kash. Safe, uh, what's the answer to Kasha? Safe is betrayed. We're talking about two people who are digging. Okay? Reisha Bechai. Reisha is talking about one person. So the, the safer, uh, when two people are digging, when one person continues to dig, the other person goes out and he does the mitzvah that, that, that he has to do. And then, because the time came, okay? And then in the ratio, there's only one person. So he can't stop digging because he has to bury the mace. It's interesting. I'll tell you what's bothering me. Well, well, that's, okay, that's, that, well, that's what we had to clarify. But I'll tell you what's bothering me. If someone has to be buried, right? That, that, that's why they're digging now, right? If someone has to be buried, we all agree that when the two people are digging, the burial will happen faster. Correct? So why are we excluding, exempting this person and he's permitted to go to put on Tvilin and to Davin Shema and to Davin Shemesra because someone else is digging. It's going to take twice as long. Because there's only one person now as opposed to two people. You hear what's bothering me? Right? Okay, so, but, 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 but why are we calling that person, ex- I don't have an answer for you. I'm just sharing with you a question I have. In other words, why is that person not called Isaac B'Mitzvah? If you started it because they had to bury the person, so bury the person. The fact that the time came now, if you step out and someone else is still digging, it's going to take much longer to finish digging to bury the person. A side question, you can like it, not like it, we'll go further. Okay? Now, now another question, Kasha, another Kasha. What's a Kasha to the Rav? Because, what did we say the order was? The order was that Rav Put on tefillin, and then we said Shema. He said Shema first. Right? So, so the first time we said it, first time we spoke about it, what did he do? He first he said Shdav and Shema, and then he put on tefillin. This time, he puts on the tefillin first, and then he says Shema. So what's going on? There? What's the order? So that's our next question. So my answers. Rav can be shuvin karachas Rav can give two two different discussions here. Rav says like shuvin karachas. He also says Shemakar the Amar. First, you accept upon yourself Omar Chushemayim Tchila. Ba'achakach Omitzvus. So Rav is of the opinion, like the Tano of Shemakar that says first say Shema. Once you say Shema, then do the mitzvahs. Okay. Ba'achakach Omitzvus. First you say Shema, and then you accept upon yourself the yoke of doing mitzvahs. Of okay. So the Gemara, the Gemara doesn't like that approach. Why does the Gemara like that? Amar, the Amar Rabbi, Yeshua and Karcha, when did Yeshua and Karcha say? Amar, when? When are you able to say that Yeshua and Karcha says that you accept Omar Hashemayim and then before you accept upon yourself the yoke of their mitzvahs, 
That's lahatim kriya. That's we're talking about kriya the kriya. That's to recite the kriya of the reading of Shema Yisrael Shem Kechem Hashem right Shem Shema Yisrael Shem Kechem right. That you say Shem Echad. That you say first. That you have to accept the reading, the kriya, the reading that Hashem is one. Then you recite the reading of Hayim Shemaya of the mitzvahs. Kriya Lasiya Mishamos like that's not what happened over here. You hear what's going on? What did he do? What, what did, what did uh, Rav do? Thank you. Rav was saying here, he said Shema first, and he did the action of putting on a tefillin. It's not he read the words of putting on tefillin, he did the action of putting on tefillin. That's not what Yeshua Karacha says. It's two different things. The reading to the reading, not the reading to the action. Besu, furthermore, me savrilei, does Rabbi Lee Hulk, Rishim and Karach, Ive Omar, Rechia Barabo, Rechia Barashi, Zinnin Sagin, Havokaimino, Kamed the Rav. There were many times I was in front of Rav. O Magdim, O Mashi Yadei, he would get up and wash his hands. Mavarich, he would make the Brach of Berchas Atayro. O Masni Lon Pirkin, he would teach us the, the Shear. O Monach Filin, you see this? Umanach tefillin. You put on tefillin. Vahadar kari. And then you recite Kriyashma. So what do you see? He's saying over that I was by Rav many times. And you put on tefillin first. So he doesn't hold that you should be Kabbalah like you should be Karcha and say Omach Hashemayim first. And furthermore, if you want to say... Are you fulfilling this from tefillin? Does that sit Kriyashma? Just by saying it? No, just put the tefillin but not reciting Kriyashma. Well, the issue is here is the reading of of, of the parsha Shema uh, of the mitzvahs or the action of the mitzvahs. We're separating the two. We're separating. Don't we're saying don't Rabbi Shimon Karcha. He was of the opinion, like we just learned. Right. First, Hashem is the king. Then Hashem says to do things. Right. But Hashem didn't say to do it at that moment. So putting on the tefillin at that moment. Has nothing to do with Rabbi Shimon Karcha. Okay, so well, let's let, let's finish the Gemara and we'll take the question. if you want to say that really Rav holds like Shimon Karcha that you first have to accept all Malchus Shemayim, the yoke of, of Hashem is the king, and then afterwards, then afterwards there are times of what. Before you, then you, before you learn Torah, right? Before the midst of, of learning everything else. B'deloi taimo, b'deloi mato rather, b'deloi mato zman kriyashma. That's what we're talking about a case when the time of kriyashma did not come yet. Okay? In Cain, okay, in other words, you, you can't say shma yet. Okay? In Cain, so the question is, if that's, if that's what you want to say, the pshat is, maya sa'adasai dirachi barashi. What testimony did rachi barashi give? And what, what's the Chiddush? If you come to tell me something that is, is, is I'm going to tell you over a story that the reason why he didn't say Shema at that time was because it wasn't the time of saying Shema yet. So then beautiful. What, what do you add? What are you telling me? This, the, he, 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 he didn't add anything new. Well, Tefillin you could say put on a little before. Tefillin you put, put on before because it's not a Shema, right? It could be a little, little time beforehand, right? But he's saying over in this story you're not adding anything because he couldn't do it because of a technical problem. So the Gemara says, Gemara answers like this: Lafuki Mando Amar that Shemishna ain't Sarich Levarich. If you remember earlier, 
that we learned in Dafir Al from the base, that there was an opinion that said, you do not need to make a birches ha-toira. In other words, the question was, why would he be telling us something, this story, that he recited, that, that he put in a tefillin first, and then he put such shema? Well, we're saying, well, you know why he put in tefillin first, and then he said shema? He put in tefillin first because it wasn't the time you could say shema. You couldn't say shema yet. So, but beautiful, that, that doesn't teach us anything. That doesn't teach us that Rav holds you should put on tefillin first, or say Shema first. So he's saying, no, there's a different halacha. If you remember the order of what you said, he said that Rav said, to teach us Mishnayis. That was a discussion earlier. Do you need to say from Mishnayis? And there was an opinion that said, no, you don't. Comes along, the reason why Rav uh, Chiyah Barashi told us this statement about Rav is because you need to recite Birchus before you say, before you teach Shema. Now, we're going to end Kamash Malon, the Afla Mishnah Tzarech Vavarech. Even for Mishnah, you also have to make a Bracha. We come back in Kashi Lurav. No, no, that's still a question of Rav. Because he put on Tefillin before Kriyashma. Now, Gemara's going to give an interesting answer to that. You know why Rav put on uh, Tefillin before Kriyashma? In this case over here, and as opposed to the other case, he didn't. Because in the other case, Shluche, who the obvious, the Shliach made a mistake, and he didn't bring in the Tvilin. So he didn't put it on because he didn't have it. That's why he didn't put it on. But really, what does he say to do? He holds the opinion that first you do what? You put on the Tvilin. And then, in regards to the physical act, you first, first put on the Tvilin. And then you recite Kriyashima. But when he didn't have the Tvilin, that's why he said Shema first. Okay. I'll stop here, everybody. Say,